Hey folks, it's Will, and I'm trying a new thing, um, as, as I sometimes do. And this is uh, Tell Me About Your Character, where someone uh, from our community uh, sits down with me uh, virtually, and we talk about their character. Um, so to start, let's, uh, let's do introductions. And, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm Will. Uh, you may know me from, you know, the DROK stuff. If you're randomly finding finding me, hello. Um, and uh, who who is who's joining us today? Hi, I'm Kayla. Uh, I'm the new player guide at Dystopia Rising, Oklahoma, and uh, I'm going to be talking about my character Rye. Awesome. <laughs> um. So, uh, well, uh, tell me about Rye. Who uh, who are they? Um, what are they about? Um. So, uh, Rai is uh, a remnant who has uh, cat whiskers and glow-in-the-dark little horn nubs. Um, and they are, first and foremost, they're very, very passionate. And they love very deeply. And they care very much about their family. And they care very much about their religion. Uh, they follow Panic at the Disco religiously. Um, they tend to get the message a little bit wrong but uh they've got the spirit okay. um and right now they're working towards becoming a uh a teacher for for aberrants to help people who maybe don't have great control over their powers uh get them under control better awesome awesome um that's that's pretty cool um so I know that you've got uh, several characters, um, and have mm -hmm. uh, kind of gone through through a few uh, different uh, different iterations of them. Um, mm -hmm. So, what's the thing about Rye that's unlike any of your other characters? Rye is much more uh, parental than my other characters. They have a tendency to take on a lot of responsibility for other people because they want to take care of these people and make sure everybody's okay. And they're really, really bad about uh, taking responsibility for actions that they had no control over. Uh, my other characters don't do that so much. Um, they're either too busy just enjoying being them and not really paying attention to everybody else. Uh, or they're just very much the type that's like, no, your actions are your problem. Um, so Rai's not, Rai's not great about that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so with that, with that difference, um, what, uh, what do you enjoy about that difference with this character? I really like... I like that difference because it gives a unique dynamic compared to the other two. Um, you know, the other two tend, my other two characters tend to have uh, friends and people that they're, they're attached to, but it's always like a really chummy vibe, I guess. Whereas Rye can get down to the really serious conversations um, because of the fact that they kind of see so many people as, ah, yes, 
you know, you're my kids or people I need to take care of or people I need to have these serious conversations with because I want you to take care of yourself. Uh, which means that I get to do a lot more philosophy with Rye, and it's a lot of fun. Sounds, I like that. I like that. Um, so, um, because we we tend to bring a lot of ourselves to these roles, even when we're, you know, playing someone that can be, you know, uh, you know, recover from from bullet wounds in the matter of, you know, minutes, um, mm-hmm. or be, you know, almost clawed to death by by the undead and still kind of <laughs> walk away from it. Um, but we bring a lot of ourselves uh, to our to our characters. Um, so for you, what's a thing that's the same uh, kind of across most of your characters that you uh, that you like bringing to those characters? Probably that all of them are very, even when they have prejudices, they tend to be very inclusive people. I, on an out of character level, I think that, uh, you know, if you want to role play by yourself, you should be writing a story. Uh, and so I always try to interact with other people and get other people involved. And that tends to bleed over to my characters as well. Um, even though, you know, like I said, rise more of the parental, ah, I'm going to adopt everyone who looks lonely. Um, my other characters still, you know, one of them will just marry anyone who says yes. The other one is just like, hey, I've got a pirate crew. And you look like you don't have anybody that you belong to. Um, you want to join my pirate crew and do crimes? So, uh, <laughs> so across the board, very inclusive, very, hey, you can, if you have nowhere else to go, you can go with me. And uh, that's partially because that's how Kayla likes to play. I like that. I like that. And uh, it sounds like a very, kind of like pro-social meta consideration um, that, uh, you know, I, I can see as being beneficial independent of whatever, you know, character somebody's playing. Um, yeah. 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 I'm a big fan of including folks. Um, and uh, <laughs> I told, like, I realized that I, I talked to you before we were going to start recording this and I ta- I was going to talk about the, out of character, in character disclaimer, and I totally forgot to do it, even though I've got it written down in front of me. Um, but like you know what I was what I was talking about. Um, but since no one else listening does, um, so quick disclaimer: like after we've been talking for a few minutes. Uh, so with this, um, ultimately, like this is information that like characters aren't learning directly, but sometimes it's hard to separate a memory about a character and where you, where you learned it. Um, so, you know, if they do happen to learn, um, you know, useful information about your character or they're like, Oh, rise, rise, super inclusive, or, you know, all, all these other things. Um, it's, there's a chance that it leaks in character. Um, and I'll talk about this way earlier next time with anybody else. Um, (laughs) But uh, that's that's a consideration for these for these answers and for these stories. Um, they mm-hmm. they may make it into other people's brains and they may not remember where they learned it. Um, so it's it might. Fair. You notice that I didn't pick the pirate who does all the criminal stuff. <laughs> that's that's really good. That's that's a really good call. 
All right. Uh, so one of the things I love about this uh, this setting is the way I can be transparent with people about how the world really works in some regards. Um, and then also go, hey, here's this misinformation that exists in the world that some people believe. Not everybody. Um, so for you, uh, what's an incorrect thing that Rye believes that you know is is not the way it works uh, in the in the setting? Rye has a horrifically mangled idea of what life after death is like, like permanent death, not uh, you know going through the great mind because they've done that a bunch of times, but like. Permanent death, they have an entire mythos about how you, you your body gets absorbed by the grave mind, but your soul becomes a star, which is really just a window into what is effectively a permanent party in the stars. Um, and you can use that window to watch people back on Earth, and it, the size of your window depends on how good you were. It's really complicated and comes from the fact that, like, a half dozen people have told Rye their afterlife theories. Oh, okay. And like, Kayla knows that more or less you just get kind of stuck in the grapevine forever, or you, you know, your brain disappears into the ethos. But like, Rye very firmly believes in an afterlife. Um, and uh, to the point where they have not asked people who came back what it was like because they don't want those theories disproven. Ah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and to, uh, to, to talk to that. Um, so there was a world event where a, uh, a bunch of people that had uh, previously been permanently dead, per- permed, you know, lost all their infection. Um, they got to come back into play. And it was on the out-of-character level, on the meta level, um, it was after we did a big... Uh, rules adjustment and the uh, the thought was hey if you haven't tried uh, DR out in a while and you have an old character that you really liked we're going to give you the chance to bring it back um, and the the in character explanation for that is yeah it's just a thing that can happen sometimes and nobody understands it because it's this one off thing because it was a uh, like this meta conceit that we we created so that people who wanted to come back and you know bring their old you know their old outfits be their old characters um that they could because you know we were trying to make sure that uh we had a chance to uh welcome those people people back so if uh, if, if anybody's listening and has a you know a character that's been dead since the the first game of the the dystopia rising network uh if 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 you want you're welcome to bring them back um now the clarification there is if anybody uh like if any characters died uh permed after that like if they lost all their infection you know got you know succumbed to the grave as it were um that doesn't apply to those characters it's it's characters that hadn't been brought yet uh, mm-hmm. uh brought back yet um yeah. but yeah, so that's that's fueled a lot of story <laughs> in game. It's been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I like that. I like that in things are wrong all the time. Like people people know like 
there's a handful of like capital T truths in the setting, and mm-hmm. sometimes it's fun to just not not be right on it, you know. Um, yeah. So I like that. I like the really out of place, like out there kind of belief that you get a, a window in the sky. Mm-hmm. I, I dig that. Uh, maybe you'll get some more adherence after this. Um, all right. So <clears throat> I guess uh got a couple more questions and then we can kind of like uh, give you some time for anything you might <laughs> want to talk about. Um, so can you share a scene that uh, your character has been involved in that you uh, like a, a favorite scene for Rai? Actually, that was probably, let's see, it was the, it was the last live game that we've done. And uh, Rai had just gone through some major stuff and was looking at uh, becoming uh, either a grave robber or a grave attune, somebody who can help people go through the grave mind and come out better on the other side. And they had been planning this since the beginning of 3.0. Um, and uh, I I was just out of character. I was trying to decide which of the two achievements I wanted to go for. Um, but you remember how I, I mentioned they're really bad about taking responsibility for other people? Well, a lot of their friends tell them, hey, Rai, don't do that. That's not healthy, which is true. Um, and Rai had really struggled with understanding why. Um, but they were having some issues related to it and went to someone that they knew could help, uh, Vaughn. And Vaughn basically sat them down and was like, so what's going on? And Rai's like, well, I have all of these issues and I can't figure out where they're coming from. And Vaughn basically went, okay. So you're taking responsibility for everybody else being okay all the time. And I was just like, well, you didn't have to call me out so succinctly. (laughs) Um, And so Vaughn basically sat them down and went, here's the thing about responsibility. At the end of the day, the only actions you're responsible for are your own. And therefore you are only responsible for the things that your actions will affect. Um, For instance, you know, I am a guard for my town, so I'll go, I'll go and fight the thing, whatever's attacking us. But at the end of the day, I'm not responsible if somebody else runs out ahead of me and gets hurt. And in the same way, Rai, you're not responsible for, say, somebody being okay when they're dead. If you want to be the person who walks them through it, that's fine. But your job isn't to make sure they're okay at the end. Your job is to be there to walk them through it. And that caused a profound shift for Rai and how Rai perceived the world. And they realized they were really only going into all of the grave stuff because they felt responsible for making sure that nobody got hurt, that everybody was fine. And they kind of realized oh, hey, when everybody says, Rai, take a break, they're not saying don't take care of people. They're saying, hey, Rai, you're only responsible for yourself. Um, 
And it caused just this major shift in the character that it has completely changed the direction I've been taking them for the last year or so. And it was really unexpected. Like, I, I wasn't steering for it or trying to get to that point. It just sort of happened. And it made such a profound impact on the character. It was really a great scene. That's awesome. That's uh, that's really cool. I like when uh, directions can be altered organically. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I I really like that. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, all right. Um, so I've got one left before uh, I, I kind of open the floor to whatever you want to talk about. Um, do you have a favorite interaction with a uh, casted character, uh, a non? A non-player based, uh, non-player created character. Ooh. So, uh, when Rai got baptized into the king's court, Rai uh, was it, it was a long and good talk with a player character, but we were most of the way through the baptism when this these pair of NPCs show up. One of them is a pureblood. The other is a farmer who clearly isn't quite all there. Like, they're not, they mean well, but they're not very smart. And uh, the pureblood is talking about how this farmer is being so heroic and trading away their last infection to help another pureblood and to save their farm. And that immediately sets off alarms for everybody in hearing range. Um, We basically, collectively, everybody nearby, basically spent the next 45 minutes, probably, um, making sure that this pureblood didn't go anywhere, making sure that uh, the farmer didn't go anywhere, and trying to find out what exactly was going on, it turns out that the purebloods had effectively stolen the farmer's lands. Uh, and they were now offering to give the lands back in exchange for his last infection. Um, for somebody who didn't need any more infection, they were almost full. Um, and the grifters really pulled together. Uh, Rye is not the violent type. <laughs> Rai was the one with the sword to the pureblood's back, making sure the pureblood didn't run away. Um, <laughs> while everybody who was the usual smooth-talking types tried to uh, debate and argue and, and work through it, and Rai's just sitting over here like, you interrupted my baptism and you're trying to murder someone. I will stab you if you try to run away. And it was just fabulous. I think in the end... Um, they ended up trading something else in exchange for the farm just because the pure blood was that scared of everybody. <laughs> and it was it was great. It was a wonderful moment of solidarity between the town uh, against this this person who was uh, basically extorting somebody. It was great. I like that. I like that. And uh <clears throat> I like how it uh, was a very like a, a personal moment. Like it came from a lot of like your your character's personal values, and then kind of like mm-hmm. um, 
not wanting, even though you got inconvenienced by your your scene being interrupted, um, that kind of like, it sounds like it kind of like flowed in and uh, kind of enhanced everything as it as it was playing out. Um, Absolutely, I like that. Okay, um, so uh, what's uh, do you have? I, I don't really have this last bit planned out yet. <laughs> this is my like my first time, uh, well, second time, but like <laughs> second first attempt. <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. So, if you have anything uh, that you want to contribute, questions you might have, you know, uh, is there like a yeah, like is there a setting thing that you think Rai would know but you don't know as as a character? that uh you would like to know Mm, not particularly off the top of my head most of the stuff that rye knows rye learns in character um so uh, not really a whole lot of things there um i will say if if all of this ultimately is is you know it's going out there and while it may not all be uh you know it's not an in-character interaction. It's probably going to end up in somebody's head somewhere. If I could have anybody remember anything about Rai, it's that they're going to be there if you need help. Uh, they're working very, very hard to become a Scion therapist. And uh, they okay. genuinely care. Um I I love playing them, and thank you for getting giving me a chance to talk about my my sweet little uh, remnant. Yeah, absolutely. This this was this was fun. This is uh, now I'm going to uh, play with this and uh, you know figure out all the formatting and uh, any anything you want to say before I stop recording. Um, that that sounded really good, actually. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, good luck. Stay safe. See you in the wastes. All right. And then uh, thank you so much. And then I hit the button. 